All right, folks, we are back with some more positive messages for our listeners. One of one of the things that many people aren't aware of is that leaving the Jehovah's Witness religion is nothing easy. It is very difficult, and we will find out today exactly why it is so difficult. It has a lot to do with the tight-knit community. It has a lot to do with the manipulation of a lot of things that you considered normal, that they criminalize. It has a lot to do with your family being inside and the possibility of losing every single person that you love. It has to do with losing your family at times, knowing that your family will somehow see you as the spawn of Satan, the son of Satan. So it it is a very, very difficult thing. So we will be touching a little bit on this topic today. It's myself, Oscar G, and Arturo G right here. I'm in this one. So here we are. One of um, Arturo, I'll let you uh, start us off. What what uh, what yeah. do you got for us? Yeah, yeah, the waking up process. It is it's long. Um, it's different for everybody, and I think you know with you know our and we've talked about it so much that you know we we we've got a good idea of uh, you know the different types of waking up processes. You know, I mean the different types of experiences that people. And to some people, it's like this really, you know, emotional uh, roller coaster of emotions. Um, it's very traumatic. It's very, it affects them so much. It can even get to the point where someone commits suicide. This is how serious this, this process is. Someone can literally just take their life, one off themselves of, you know, why, of realizing that their entire life was a lie. So it's, it's almost like a life and death situation. It's the, to some people, you know, yeah. and, and that's to the, you know, and to other people, again, everybody's situation is very different. And to other people, it's like, oh, well, I guess they lied to me. Mm-hmm. Eh, and, it, you know, I'm going to move on with my life. To other people, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on in there, but something ain't right. I'm right. going to stop going. Um, again, it, it, it depends what kind of person you were, the reasons why you were even in that religion to begin with, uh, why you got out, all that, all that jazz, your values, you know, all, all those details factor in into the waking up process, but that it's a very complex process that can either help you out a lot or really mess you up. Yeah, that it is. I think it it also has to do with the fact that inside the religion, they teach you many methods to suppress any kind of doubt, any kind of doubt that you might have. For example, I I remember there was um, there was an article that said that you should you should put away your doubts. It criminalizes having doubts, whatever doubt you may have. And this, oh, yeah, I do remember stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, it, it happens throughout the years. Yeah. You know, before, whenever they think you need a recharge, mm-hmm. they jack you right back into the matrix. They get you loaded. Yeah, again. once, if they feel like you're having some kind of doubts, they'll re-upload the matrix, they'll refresh, refresh button, and then those doubts just go away because you're so scared to have them. Yeah. You know, and to that, all those doubts... Uh, you, it, they say stuff like it's going to weaken your faith, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, if you even look, if you even read something, mm-hmm. you know, um, it will weaken your faith and you'll, you'll be part of Satan's world. He will encapsulate your mind mm-hmm. and your heart and then you'll, you'll leave, you'll stop going to the meetings yeah. and then you're like, man, I don't want to stop going to the meetings. You know, this is the truth. I don't want to, I want, I don't want Satan to take, take my life. But the moment you do, their advice is do not put your faith to the test. That's, they, that's the idea. Like, don't mess with that. You know, do not test your faith because that is a very dangerous path. You know, but the Bible gives a different idea about your faith. It says 
The complete opposite, actually. The complete opposite. It says to test your faith. It says to ask questions. You know, Peter told the, the, the congregation to always verify what they're reading. Always verify the, the people that claim themselves to be um, uh, the, the teachers or teaching the right thing. Like, ask the questions. Always ver- verify with those people. Right, but this is the Bible teaching it, not the watchtower. Exactly. So it's complete opposite. And once you read those texts, texts that aren't really... Uh, emphasized. They're not focused. They might be skimmed over, but they're not emphasized. Not yeah. They don't. They don't. And one of you know to to anyone out there that's like yeah, well you know you really shouldn't. It's like uh, I I would like to read you the example that uh, Jesus made in in Matthew Matthew seven twenty four through twenty seven talks about a wise man and that's a wise man, you know, and what he did. And it, this is, you know, describing his faith. You mm-hmm. know, it's in reference. You know, they use it as an example, a house. But this, this is this is what it says. Twenty four through Matthew seven twenty four through seven twenty four yeah, seven twenty four through twenty seven says. Now this is out of their Bible, right? We're this gonna- one's yeah. This one's out of their Bible. I'll read it from their Bible. I like reading it also from the the interlinear Bible. Oh, that's that's the Bible that this one right all here? modern day Bibles are are, are taken exactly. are translated from. Exactly, and the reason I do it um, is because many, many, many times, if not every single time I read the Bible, I'll always reference this one, and I'll reference various Bibles, and it always seems that the Jehovah's Witness Bible it's always twisted in a way just to promote their narrative. Right, whatever right. it is that they want to they wanna portray. And let me correct myself. I, at most modern-day Christian Bibles are translated from here, including the Job's Witness Bible, which makes a note at the end of their Bible that their Bible is translated from the interlinear Bible. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, to, but yeah. out, out of their Bible, what is it? Yeah, say? out of their Bible, it says, Therefore, everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does them will be like a discreet man who built his house on the rock and the rain poured down and the floods came and the winds blew and lashed against that house. But it did not cave in for it had, it had been founded on the rock. Furthermore, everyone hearing these things saying of mine and not doing them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain poured down, and the floods came, and the winds blew and struck against that house. And it caved in, and it colla- and its collapse was great. So right here, it's, it, it's describing your faith like, the, like, a, like as if a storm is coming. You know, your faith has to be as strong, you know, like this house. It's got to be built on a rock. So you're, you should be able to throw anything at your faith. And if it is strong, and if it is true, if, if what you believe is true, any kind of storm, any kind of hurricane can come to your house. And because it is established on a rock, the rock being Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and the truth, it will withhold that storm. It you're, will stay intact. You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, so that idea of don't, don't look, don't test your faith. Don't sure. go, do not allow the storm to come. That is so anti-biblical. Mm-hmm. That that has nothing. You know, a Christian should be so sure of himself that he he could listen to someone with a contrary belief, and be like, "Let me hear you out." Nicodemus, <laughs> that guy, a main man. That guy. What do you got to say about him? He's the exact same example that we're describing here. A man that had questions, that had some doubts. And guess what? He had to sneak around at night just to meet up with Jesus, just to know what the message was. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that everyone in his life, his family. That's a great example. Yeah. I'm sure everybody was telling him, let's stay away from the Jesus guy. Yeah. Let's stay away from that message. Yes. All that baloney. That's not true. 
And he had to sneak out of the house at night yeah, just to be able to ask some questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, it was kind of like the same thing. It's kind of like the same thing. These were very well-intentioned Jews, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure their intentions were well. They were, you know, not trusting of this new guy in town, new guy on the block, mm-hmm. tell, saying all sorts of stuff doing all sorts of miracles and this other guy's like yeah there's just some i mean the prophecy said there's something i gotta ask him and it was like don't do not engage yeah do not engage don't have doubts my brother don't have doubts you know you are a remember you are a pharisee you are a jewish a, person a jewish for you know you know this is you know we've been doing this for a while and in the jw committee it's kind of like the same thing it's like don't have any doubt we've no been doubts. around for a hundred years you know we've been through a bunch of trials we've gone to people have tried to shut us down we're we're in the entire world how can we be wrong you know and, and any kind of doubt you have i assure you brother it will get answered within due time you yeah. know and then there's that example of uh, the light. Oh, they like using that example. I I don't know the text off the top of my head, but it's a proverb that says that the light will be shown little by little. Uh, it's kind of like meaning the truth. They they take it as the truth towards whatever it is. Proverbs four four eighteen. But the path of the righteous is like the bright morning light. You see, we already got different. Mm. You know, bright morning light that grows brighter and brighter until full daylight. Mm. So they'll take that text. The path of the righteous is like the bright morning light growing brighter and brighter, meaning the truths revealed to us. This is how they understand it. The truths revealed to us through God, through the channel, which is the Jehovah's Witness organization. Yeah. Through what, seven men, eight men in uh, in uh, New Upstate York. Upstate New York. Upstate New York. You know, it, they could be wrong, and they're wrong sometimes because the path of the righteous is like the bright morning sun. It grows brighter and brighter until full daylight. Mm. Full daylight meaning, you know, the full truth. Yeah, yeah. So even with that reasoning, it's like, so what are you saying? We don't have the full truth yet? Oh, no, no, no. We have the full truth. It's like, but it's not full daylight, and you keep saying that the lo- the light keeps getting brighter and brighter so it's gonna get brighter later so it has yet to get brighter than what it's right now correct yes okay so therefore uh, but, but you know we, have faith have faith i am i'm just trying to reason these like, so therefore the current light is not the brightest light is, is that your reason? Like, that's the reasoning. And again, like, you don't really think like this when, when, when you're in. You kind of just, you don't mess with it. Yeah, you don't mess with it. And you don't mess with it because of, of watchtowers like the Watchtower 2001. Mm-hmm. This is uh, July 1st, page 18 to 21. Big, bold letters. Do not let doubts destroy your faith. Yes. Doubts are bad. Doubts are bad. But <laughs> as a Christian man... You should not be. You should not fear doubts. If anyone tells you, "Hey, I could prove you wrong," mm-hmm. a Christian man should be like, "Go ahead, go ahead." I am so sure of my faith. There's really nothing you could say to prove me wrong. Yeah, but but yeah, please, please, uh, whatever you got to say. Maybe there's something you don't know that I, you know. Maybe something you know that I don't know. Say it. That is not the JW mentality. No, not at all. So you're not allowed to put your house. In other words, your faith through the storm. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, and um, there's another text that describes faith like uh, like it compares faith to gold, meaning like not you know, like not even gold, like even gold, you know, gets brittle in the fire. But you should be able to kind of like put your faith in there. I think it's First uh, Peter one seven. First Peter one seven. Yeah, and uh, we could we could start from six. Says uh, because of this, you are greatly rejoicing. Though for a short time, if it must be, you have been distressed by various trials. In this case, we're talking about, you know, if we're applying it to us, you know, questions. Yeah, there's some doubts. Yeah. In order that the tested quality of your faith of much greater value than gold, 
that perishes despite it being tested by fire may be found a cause for praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So meaning, grab your faith. You know, you're, yeah, you're going, you're going through hard times, but because you have a strong faith, yeah. it's, it's even stronger than gold. Gold's uh-huh. pretty precious, you know, and, and that's, I, that's why I use, you know, that example. Something as precious as gold, you, so, know, you know, what's more precious? Your faith. Put it through the fire. So it, it says, despite it's being tested by fire. Yes. So it's okay. It's okay. A Christian man needs to test his faith. Sure. You, you, you know, if you consider yourself a man uh, of, you know, scripture and you value these principles, mm-hmm. which, you know, in, in my lifetime, I encourage anyone to do, you know, you're going through anything. Find, find refuge in, you know, uh, uh, in the Bible. Yeah. Great, great, uh, great life advice. A book that, that till today, great advice. Yeah. Verse 6, the various trials. We are certain that our listeners, ourselves, we go through various trials. Yeah. We have questions. Yes. We, at times, question why whatever faith we have, there is nothing wrong about having doubts. Mm-mm. And test them. Verse 7. Go ahead and test them. Pass them to the fire. You might find at the end, I like how you read that, you might find a cause for praise and glory. Who knows? Yes. You might just find a case for praise and glory from you having that doubt. Exactly. Exactly. Because at the end, whether that house of yours, whether that faith of yours falls that's still a praise for glory because it has fallen. Mm-hmm. You you know the truth now. Yeah, there, therefore, you know, it fell. And now you know that that wasn't mm-hmm. real faith. Yeah. And you, the storm came and you realized that you built it on sand. Yeah. And it is a trial when you have, as a Jehovah's Witness, you have these doubts. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's a trial. It's beyond trial. You, you, like you were saying in the beginning, you know, you're, all your life is in question. Your entire life is a good, this is, to, to people waking up and to people like wondering what it's like and, you know, trying to understand, um, and to this, this one especially goes out to people, you know, in the process of waking up, this will be, to this point in your life, I'm sure you've gone through a lot of, but this is going to be in the top five hardest things yeah. you will have ever do in your entire life there isn't anything harder and you don't even he's like really you don't really understand until it, it starts happening to you and that's if again like i was saying it's like different uh, it's different to d- different people that is if the scriptures ever meant anything to you that is if truth was ever a value to you mm-hmm. if you if you went to the meetings to, to, to you know for good reasons to figure out truth and yeah. to, to, you know, for scriptures, and you wanted to understand them, and you wanted to see what God was trying to say through them. And then you come to realize all these things, and you come to realize the sad reality that someone used you. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is going to be very, this description of a trial, this description of a storm, this description of fire will really, really, really hit home for you. Yeah, yeah, but um, my advice in a situation like that would be, at that point, be be humble. Um, understand that we don't always have all the answers in the world, and that is perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. It's a human thing. Yeah. But research. Yeah. Open up your Bible and actually start reading it for the first time. If you ever thought you read it before, it's going to be like you had never read it at all. It's going to be like you don't even know who God is. It's going to be like that. And ask yourself some questions. Um, if you have some questions, write them down on a piece of paper, write those questions down, call them doubts, call them whatever you want to call it. All the things that you've never had perfect clarity on, mm-hmm. put them down. And like verse number six, first Peter one, six said that might be your trial. Yeah. And, and, and start your trial. Yep. If you find the answer to those questions that you never had perfect clarity, Good for you. More power to you. And if you don't, keep researching. 
Yeah, and take take note of those texts because if someone tells you, if someone even tries to hint at like to shut down your your doubts, be like, no, 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 absolutely not. This says to not do that. Yeah, but the the thing is, inside the Jehovah's Witnesses, it's very hard to voice your opinion. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have a personal opinion, not in the religion. Right, so back to the journey of uh, waking up. This is a personal journey, and, you know, it... If you want to share with other people, go ahead. Go ahead. But there might you're, be you're repercussions. G- yes, you're going to find a lot of repercussions. Oh, yeah. yeah. So be, be ready for that. But this uh, topic of waking up, I just wanted to start it off with. You, you wake up and you start asking questions because it's a biblical thing to do. Sure. It's a Christian thing to do. Right. Whether you're, you're looking for it to be you know, a religious person or not, it is totally promoted in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, you know, there's even more text that I could go on, you know, with uh, um, asking questions and verifying, you know, kind of like the first Christians did. Sure, I, I have one. I have one. And this is one that has always never led me, that has actually never led me astray. That's the correct wording. First, first, uh, first John, the first letter of John 4, 1. It says... Beloved ones, and this is, again, straight out of the Jehovah's Witness Bible. It says, Beloved ones, do not believe every inspired statement, but test the inspired statements to see whether they originate with God. Boom. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Beautiful. It It doesn't get more clear than that. It does not. It does not. It, 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 is, it is asking in a kind humility, don't believe every single thing that is an inspired statement. Yes. So there will be things that if you're a Jehovah's Witness or you're not a Jehovah's Witness, whoever our listeners are, there will be things that inside your religion that will tell you these are instructions from God. Yes. These are inspired from God. These it's are a godly ins- thing to do. Godly things to do. Yeah. These are um, divine things, uh, instructions. These are... Uh, Tradi- traditions passed on for generations that are part of your religion. You know, those are the things that you should, you know, if, if you're in search of God, if you're in search of, you know, being, you know, uh, a man of faith, those are the things you should be questioning. Those yeah. are the things that say, uh, test them. Those are the things you need to be test, testing. Yeah. yeah. And I actually like that this Bible put that word test. Yeah. Because, and, uh, and if you find any kind of pushback, you <laughs> it, that, that, that's fishy. Yeah. Because anyone that claims to have truth, they should not be pushing back. No, you shouldn't get any whiffs of, of pushback. No, not at all. Because if anyone that claims to have the truth, mm-hmm. any kind of questioning should be uh, applauded. Should be like, yes, more, more of that, more of that. Because we're, we have the truth. We have nothing to fear. Right. Because right. we have the truth. So ask any question you want. You know, we got nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. If you find yourself in in a moment in your life where you ha- you're having questions, as again, as a Job's Witness or any other religion, if you're a Mormon, Mennonite, uh, Amish, it's okay. It's okay. But you're going to have to go through a phase where you will be doing some research. You're going to have to get some clarity on what you believe and what you have been told. It's going to require some work. Right. And that going back to main topic, which is waking up. Mm -hmm. I like uh, what you just said. It's going to require work. I've seen in many occasions, a lot of people that wake up from the Joe's winners uh, uh, organization and they feel like they're out, you Mm -hmm. know, but because they might have seen some things that are bad, and, and kudos to them, and kudos to them being out. Good. That, that's already a win. Right. But what happens after, that's when all of the real damage starts setting in. What do you mean by after, though? Yeah, right. like after the waking up process is when all the real damage starts. It's, it's like, it's, it's as if when you're in, 
the organization is the glue keeping this this your life together yeah your life together <laughs> yeah and this uh your life it's not made up of very you know strong materials it's uh mm -hmm. you know you just you describe the organization as a a house of cards yeah you know like that saying it's a house of cards and when you leave it falls apart very easily yeah very easily and you know i found my i found myself in that situation like i you know um, i remember talking uh to someone and they were just kind of like helping me through or they were trying to telling me telling me some truths like hey man this seems weird and i'm like dude he's like i'm not telling you it's i'm not telling you i'm right i'm just telling you look it up look it up and see for yourself i'm like look man if this is true if all this what you're saying is true you don't understand how much you're going to destroy my life my life is over everything that was ever ever reality to me is over mm -hmm. and that's how i felt and that's i was so uh, terrified but I, i i took the leap of faith You know, I read texts like these, like these three, and I was like, you know what? I do believe in a higher being, and he does have my back. I'm not doing anything bad. I am in search of him. Mm -hmm. And I haven't found anywhere where questions are bad or doubts are bad. So you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to look it up. And it was through, though, through that act of looking it up, that uh, effort, and let me tell you, it required a vast amount of my time. Yeah. So it, it consumed my life so much, but it was because it was important to me. Right. It was because I cared. It was because I, I was so confused. I needed I needed answers. I needed I needed some answers because if I didn't, I, I was gonna go into like a really dark place. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, thankfully, I I just dug my nose in the books, started watching videos. And I started really, you know, citing my sources and making sure that what I was reading was, was correct and understanding the Bible and, 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 you know, ways that I never thought possible. And mm -hmm. through that journey is where I found some answers. I'm not saying I have all the answers and we're not saying we have all the answers, but it was through effort and effort. I've met people that have gone 30 years out of the organization And they still don't understand what happened to these, them. These are people that already left? Yeah, they just, they already left. They're outside, their, they're living normal lives. Mm. But they don't understand what happened to them. The manipulation. All the manipulation. The gaslighting. That. The lies, half-truths. Half-truths, lies, the abuse. Yeah. And because they don't understand it, they feel like they're people that are just living this life waiting to die kind of thing they're happy for the moment That's so ter it's terrible to that i say you never woke up no you no. you forever stayed an ex what they consider an ex a disfellowship person mm -hmm. and you just you live you're or living, inactive they also have those. Or, or an inactive person you know you live this life of just uh, what you in, in the back of your head you're telling yourself of you know it's temporary And when I die, I'm not going to make the paradise, you know. And all that is due to the mistake of you never looked anything up. Mm -hmm. You never fully freed yourself. And, and, and that idea of freeing yourself, there's a text, you know. John 8, 32. Mm -hmm. And says, and you will know the truth. Well, I, uh, yeah, and you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Only through truth will you actually be free. Will you, will you know some kind of truth, some kind of freedom, you know? And I, I've known people that have spent, you know, 30 years and they still aren't, like, they feel great about themselves and everything, but the way they express themselves, you know, about their lives and stuff, I look at them and I, you know, I've even told them, like, you're not, you never looked anything. I was like, what are you talking about? Look what up. I'm like, Wow. Wow, what a what a you don't know about the lies? They're like, no, nah, not really, you know. And I've even met uh, people that are recently out, yeah. and they're full of a lot of anger. They're full of a lot of um, just all these mixed emotions, yeah. sadness. They're very, they feel so betrayed, and they mm -hmm. have every single right to be. They're bitter. They're bitter, mm -hmm. but they're bitter because they don't understand, you know. And people hate what they don't understand. But if you were to just 
like even a a bully, like even a bully. If you were to, if you were, uh, you know, if you just knew you were getting bullied, right, yeah. from this guy, you would just hate him. You would have all these, you know, bitter feelings. You'd hate him, and you'd ruin wouldn't, your day. You'd ruin your day. But if someone were to paint you his picture, you know, you know, so you can have compassion and explain to you why is that he's like that. Maybe he gets abused at home and stuff like that. Like, oh snap, you know now. It's, now you understand, and now those feelings of your anger towards the kid is like, oh, well, no, they're not that bad. I go home to a loving home. He they're still it. bad. It's they're just still we bad. We understand exactly. where they're coming from. Exactly. Now yeah. you understand, and so therefore, now you know how to direct those feelings of hate and bitterness. So to to even people, young people that are recently waking up, um, or people in their mid aged people that are waking up, it is crucial. It is crucial to understand, like, if it is, if you think you know the Bible, if you, if you have some kind of notion that you know the Bible, you have to understand that the Bible was explained to you in a twisted way, in a certain narrative. Yeah. You don't even, you don't even know, how, you don't even know, you don't know a fraction of it. Yeah. And everything yeah. you do know is twisted, so therefore you know nothing. Yeah, I mean, the basic stuff is still okay to be good to your neighbor, yeah, do good yeah. to your neighbor, be good to your parents and that stuff. I mean, every, but that's in every single religion. Right. We're talking about doctrines. Yes. These doctrines and, and, and also a lot of, like, for example, and I know some of our listeners, and I hope you would have an, an open mind, the Bible of the New World Translation and the, the first, the, the latest update that they, they made, now the study of the Bible, these are, these are very um, manipulated Bibles. They, they are worded and they're crafty mm-hmm. and, and they're slithery. They're, 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 they're worded in a way that lines up with the doctrines of the Jehovah's Witness. And we're not just going to point the finger at them. Mm-hmm. You will find this in just about every other religion that took it upon themselves to translate a, a Bible. Yep. So yep, yep, they're, yep. they're crafty in the way they do it. Um, not just them. You'll do the same thing with the Mormons, the same thing with the Catholics. It's, it's, it's a sad reality that, uh, that you can't go to the library and grab a Bible and say this is a good translation. No, the thing was translated thousands of times, you know, throughout, throughout history. But what you can and I have been able to do is I've been able to, like, see all, you know, not all, a lot of translations. And if you can take away what that book is trying to get you to take away from it, mm-hmm. man, that is uh, that's some incredible stuff. Sure. If, if, if you get caught up in the, in the, well, I mean, it was translated by who knows who, you know, who yeah. translated. It was like, I mean, you're going to miss out on a lot. Sure. You know, sure. and. Uh, so th- th- that's that's kind of part of the waking up process that has I've I've seen work with my own eyes and has worked for me personally. Yeah. Another part, you know, another way of go about it is to stay bitter and stuff. Yeah, I have not seen that work out in any no. any any situation that I've heard about, and I've seen I've seen many situations. People waking up, they don't do the they don't look things up. They stay confused. They stay bitter. Some and of them completely lose their faith. Some of them even lose their faith, you know. Uh, so therefore, it makes them more bitter. Yeah. Um, and some of them, they're lost. They feel alone. Some of them lose their families. Yeah. You know, yeah. they let all that anger. It's kind of like letting the organization win, honestly. Yeah. You know, if you see it that way. I had a, a close buddy that that was his case. For this guy, it would have been better if he just stayed in the cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and and Poor I'm, not, guy, man. I'm not laughing at him. I just, it it just, it, there's a lot of situations like that. That's the, the humor of it, that there's a lot of situations where I didn't even advise him not to have left yeah. in the first place. Uh-huh. But obviously, the, the cult manipulates you. The cult gives you half-truths. And we would hope you, you as a listener would find freedom in your life and not grow bitter but if you are in that stage, research, just research yeah. and research and understand what happened to, to you and, and uh, accept, but don't grow bitter. Yeah. Because as long as, like Stephen Hawking said, as long as there's life, there's still hope. 
So nice. if we made mistakes in the past, that was the past. Yeah, and now is today, mm-hmm. and your tomorrow can be based off of what you do today. And better. And better. Way better. And way better. You know, um, so, but, you know, would you, would you say that that's like the first, um, the first phase of waking up? I would say so. The very first phase would be research. Research. Research, because that was, for me, that was the leap of faith. And I'm just talking about my experience. I understand there are other experiences that are different. How, what would you, I'm sorry, what would you say to someone that, uh, that's researching, you know, they're, they're finding stuff out that just does not coincide and they're, they're, you know, I think now it's the next phase, right? The getting out, the actual stepping away, mm-hmm. how to go about that. Cause what do you, is that the second phase? What do you think? I, well, it, just, just, uh, even the, well, there's a, there's to, something before there's no, what the research no, I realization. The, or I what do you the, think? Well, the first phase itself, I would say, is one of the hardest because that's the first leap of faith. And then once you take that leap of faith and you realize, hey, I could fly. I have I have strength. I have you know I have wings. You got to start researching, research, 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 and this is going to involve something that sadly most Jehovah's Witnesses never did even the day they got into the religion and that was studying actually studying yeah because they say they study but no it's a regurgitation process they tell you what to believe and then you just spit it out and then they say okay you get baptized <laughs> you know uh-huh. answer these questions off of this book okay you get baptized and then once you get baptized it's now you're in it and every single day they read you the answers you spit them right back on Sundays. Because you can't, you can't, you know, what they say they do, they offer Bible studies. No, it's not. It's not a Bible study. It's though. not a Bible study. Because you, you were tell, you can ask any Jehovah's Witness, like, okay, so you're telling me that if we just study the Bible, I can reach the point where I can get baptized as a Jehovah's Witness, and each one will tell you, absolutely not. You have to study the literature that, you know, promotes a certain narrative, uh, through the Bible, you know, supporting the Bible. It's like, we can't just study the Bible? It's like, no. It's like, okay, so then it's not a Bible study. Not a Bible study. It's like, you know, it is a Bible study. We're studying the Bible through the book. Mm-hmm. It's like through this little, you know, book, man-made book. It's like, but that book has a narrative, and it doesn't allow me to ask certain questions. It's like, oh, you can ask all the questions you want. Okay, fine. And then you start asking questions, and it's like, uh, well, that's... You might think that, but this is the answer. It's like, well, yeah. I don't agree with that answer. It's like, okay, well, then this study ends here. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. I thought you said I could ask all the questions. You can. But yeah. now that you don't agree, this study ends here. It's like, it's, so it's only study. if I agree? Yeah. Will the, will the study continue? It's like, yes. It's like, well, that's not a study. Yeah. This is the regurgitation. This, unless I agree with you, this, you know, you're not going to keep studying with me. Right. Should, I, I, <laughs> just a story, funny story about that. I remember when I started, quote, unquote, studying mm-hmm. the Bible, and they told me that Jesus came in 1914. Okay. And I looked at him, and I said, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's not right. And he's like, no, it's true. It's true. And I said, well, wh- where is he? Where can I go and see him if he's already here? He said, well, he came visibly. Oh. And I was like, right, right, oh. right. I was like, okay, I'm not buying that. Mm-hmm. And to this, I never bought it. I never bought that he was invisibly. Mm-hmm. And then they said, yeah, that's the answer. And this is why it's not a study. Because when I said, okay, show me the proof. And then he said invisibly. And it's like, okay, so what? It's, it's, no, that's not an answer. It's not an answer. A- and if it was objective, he would say, okay, present your case. Okay, I presented my case. My case is, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> and then you yeah. said invisible. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not that's not practical that's not an answer that's not a study no that's uh you better accept whatever nonsense i give you you know someone's at the door and i go out there i open the door and there's no one there and you keep telling me that there is it's nonsense it's nonsense that's not a study that's not objective thinking that's 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 cuckoo talk that's cuckoo talk man and that you know so getting back to the waking up you know, so now you've done the research, okay? So you've done the research. You found out about 1914. You found out about Rutherford. You found out about 607 and 587. 
you know, to the JWs out there, um, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, and it, it's 1925, the 1925, 1975, predicting the end of the world. Yeah. All of that. You, you, and you, now you're mad because yeah. no one told you about this. Yeah, that, that, that's and the next that, phase. Right. So you, this is the next phase. Now you're mad. You have, and you're so, you, you have all the right to be because mm-hmm. someone lied to you. Yeah. You invested what you thought was your entire life, you know, for people, you know, that don't understand why you're so mad. You've invested your entire life into this thing. And it's a scam. It's a. It's not real. It's all twisted and upside down. And you're pissed. Yeah. You're, you're, there's no better way to say this, but you're pissed. You feel cheated on. Yeah. You feel yeah. as if you're, you know, the thing you valued the most cheated on you. Someone gave you a bad check. <laughs> bad check. And let me tell you, this was a fat check. And it bounced. It bounced. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> It was a million dollar check. You, not not even a million bucks. This was a life check, yeah. and you 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 know it, it wasn't worth anything. You went to the bank to cash in, <laughs> and they told you, "Son, this is fool's gold." <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you are livid now. So oh, what yeah. do you, you know? What do you what do you do because with? Because they had you knocking out there on the cold. They had you knocking in the in cold. The you you were you out there in the hot. You were sweating. You're, you had a broken leg, and uh, they had you going up and down some stairs. And oh, they said, God man. sees it all. You wanted to go watch the new Spider-Man movie, couldn't but you couldn't because, you know, the scheduling. So you had to see it the next week kind of thing. A lot of things, yeah. All, the, the, every single thing, you know, the, the sport you wanted to play. Yeah. You know, I've mentioned that before. The girl you the like. The girl you You know, all that stuff starts factoring in. It's like what you could have been in life, you mm-hmm. know. You know, so if you're young, you know, in your 20s, good, good. Congratulations. You you have a long life ahead of you. You yep. know, if you're older and you're waking up, it sucks. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad you guys are listening. And and this next part is uh, how to cope, how to cope with all these feelings that you're, you, you have. And you just want to you want to go break some JW windows. I yeah. will. A lot of the, those halls don't have any windows, <laughs> no windows. so the public doesn't no see what's going on. No pun intended. There. No pun intended. But you you want to smash some Bethel windows. You want to, you know, and it, you're, you kind of start feeling like that guy they portray, like the bad apostate, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and it doesn't help because all of a sudden you're finding, you're trying to find refuge in the people you most love, your friends, your family, that they're still in. And you feel like you found this treasure. You're like, look, look what I got. They were scamming us the whole time. And then you're showing everyone the golden ticket. You're like, look, look. <laughs> what I got. Look what I got. And no one's interested. Yeah, yeah. Because this happens to the majority of people that wake up. Nobody's mm-hmm. interested. Nobody wants to hear because they themselves haven't taken that leap. And no. to... to you know, experts that are experts in cult recovery out mm-hmm. there, they say that no one can, the, the best way to help people get out of a cult is, you know, through sh- showing them that there's something better on the outside. Yeah. Showing yeah. them more love than the abuse they're getting, that the, the confused, abu- the abuse that they're portraying as love than on the inside. That's right. the only way you, you, can, you can help them. So you're showing everybody, you're trying to show everybody, like, hey, look what I got. It's a sham. It was a sham the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was a hoax. And no one wants to hear it. And you have to come to realize, again, you start coping with these feelings of, why doesn't anyone want to listen to me? I'm not wrong. This is actually true. This isn't based on, I mean, a lot of that stuff was based on faith. This one's based on just pure facts. Like, this isn't, there's, you really can't argue this. This is yeah. history that the, and the uh, archaeologists and historians tell, and they're telling us something else. Mom, dad, brother, sister, listen. A lot I, of the things people just can't relate because they never went through that stuff. They don't know what yeah. it is to have your mind jacked up by a religion telling you, pu- putting a false reality in front of your face your yes. whole life. Once that curtain falls, 
you see what's behind and you see the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. He's this little chunky guy. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it gets you upset. Like the Wizard of Oz, that's a good one. Or the Matrix, the you know? Matrix, yeah. You feel like Neo. Oh, why do my eyes hurt? because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've never used them neil <laughs> that's a good one yeah. you know because you and that's how you feel you, your eyes are hurting because you're like oh what is all this and he's mm-hmm. like it's the truth it's the truth and you're like what the crap yeah. everybody and no one's listening to you so now you've done the research now comes the coping part right, right. and this is where i feel a lot of people do the research i just don't feel like enough uh XJWs do the coping part. No, it's I very think hard for them. Instead of dealing with it, yeah, it's very hard. Instead of dealing with it, I think they they either find happiness by drowning it out with something else. Sure. Or and a lot of them, it's because a lot of them also that doesn't help is you wake up alone. Yeah. You go into the real world now and you're alone. Yeah. Like, like your wife doesn't believe what you're saying Mm -hmm. your kids think you're possessed by by satan yeah your niece and nephew think you're controlled by satan your family rejects you it's it's at that point where you realize man i'm alone i'm alone but our message to you is you're not alone you are not alone there are many like you we ourselves went through that journey um we understand the, the, the anxiety that you might be feeling, and we want you to understand that, that you're not alone, that you're not alone. We feel for you, and there are many, many, many out there. And knowing that, we hope that that brings some sort of comfort to your lives to know that you're not alone. What happened to you has happened to many, and worse things have happened to other people and continue to happen. That's not to downplay what happened. No, that's not to downplay what happened. But we also have to understand, and we want you all to understand, that no one in life actually gets exactly what they want. Yep. I remember uh, Conan O'Brien, he lost his show on NBC in the uh, 2000s. or uh, I think it was 2000-something. 2000-something, 2012 maybe, 11. And one of his messages, his final message to his viewers goes something like this. This this message that he said, I tell you, has helped me so much in my life. So much to bring, to calibrate my life and to bring so many things back to reality and keep me grounded. And, and let me give you some context. So he lost his show because someone did him dirty. Another host, um, Jay Leno. Yeah, it's a good story. There's like, I think there's like good document. There, oh, there is. I think there's a good documentary on it. I yeah, recommend people watch. It just wasn't fair. And his whole life was flipped upside down. They had promised him uh, for almost uh, almost a decade. He came that, from the bottom. From the bottom. And they promised him the main spot. And when they gave him the main spot, they wanted to take it away. And they actually did. They, they took did. it away, they even really though did. everybody loved him. Yep. And he says, what does he say of of this uh, unfortunate turn of events in his life, he says this. Uh, A lot of people have been asking me about my state of mind, and I'll be honest with you, walking away from The Tonight Show is the hardest thing I have ever had to do. Um, Making this choice has been enormously difficult. This is the best job in the world. I absolutely love doing it. And I have the, uh, the best staff and crew in the history of the medium. I will fight anybody who says I don't, uh, but no one would. Uh, um, but despite this sense of loss, I really feel this should be a happy moment. Every comedian, every comedian dreams of hosting The Tonight Show. And for seven months, I got to do it. And I did it my way with people I love. I do not regret one second of anything that we've done here. I have, you know, I, I encounter people when I walk on the street now or just uh, uh, who give me a sort of a sad look. Uh, I have had more good fortune than anybody I know. And if our next gig is doing a show in a 7-Eleven parking lot, 
We will find a way to make it fun. We really will. I have, I have no problems. And I don't want to do it in a 7-Eleven parking lot. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, finally, uh, I have something to say uh, to our fans. This massive outpouring of support and passion from so many people has been overwhelming for me. The rallies, the signs, all this goofy, outrageous creativity on the internet. Uh, the fact that people have traveled long distances and camped out all night in the pouring rain. It's pouring. It's been pouring for days. And they're camping out to be in our audience. Really, you... Here's what all of you have done. You made a sad situation joyous and inspirational. So to all the people watching, I can never, ever thank you enough for the kindness to me. I'll think about it for the rest of my life. And all I ask is one thing, and this is, I'm asking this particularly of young people that watch. Please do not be cynical. I hate cynicism. For the record, it's my least favorite quality. It doesn't lead anywhere. Nobody in life gets exactly what they thought they were going to get. But if you work really hard and you're kind, amazing things will happen. I'm telling you, amazing things will happen. I'm telling you, it's just true. If you're kind, you work hard, amazing things will happen. That was his message of a something very unfortunate. And waking up from a cult is something unfortunate. But we want that be to be a message. If I, you, no one in life gets exactly what they want, that was awesome. But if you're kind, you work hard, and there is still time. Yeah. We're still whatever whatever age you have waken up, you have woken up from this uh, cult or any other cult. There is still time. You're still alive, and there's a lot of things you can still do. And as cynical as your feelings are, trust me, they're they're really justified. Mm-hmm. But yeah. cynicism uh, and those feelings of hate and anger, they, don't, they won't take you anywhere. They really won't. On, on the other hand, if you're kind, like you said, if you're loving to the people around you, great things will happen. Great things will happen. And I've seen both ways to go about this waking up process. I've seen people get cynical. I've seen people get bitter. And I myself chose the be kind method. Yes. And as dark as uh, my thoughts got and as hurt as I have been and as many lies that I keep finding out, you know, that were told to me, to rebuttal with anger and hate is what I want to do. But... You know the the bit the those small moments that I have haven't worked out, but the moments that I've you know, you know used love and kindness, they've always worked out for me, yeah. every single time, to the point where I am so grateful that I still have my wife, I'm alive, and I I can't be more more grateful than that because there are people that wake up and they don't have that, they lose it all, man. Yeah, they, they lose it all. They lose their wives. They lose their mind, their wives. They lose their, their, their everything. Everything that holds them together. Their sanity, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So our message is to, uh, hang in there yeah. and, 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 and be positive. Yes. Be loving yeah. to the people that have a different opinion, mm -hmm. that will now have a different opinion and, and leave a different life. Be kind to them. That is the best way to get to, to them. Be be loving. Right. What if your family, you know, treats you horribly? Be loving. There is, you can't. What if they shun you? What, what would you, you tell the people that are that are going through the shunning? There is only one method that has ever helped us. And that is love. That is, there's the only, if I knew of something else, believe us listeners, we would tell you. Yeah. But the only thing that has given us any result is to love those that don't love us. Yeah. That is the only thing that has helped us. And if, uh, if down the line I find something else or, or Arturo discovers something else, we will let you know. But we've been, we've been two plus years almost in this fight and, Love has, has been the 
only remedy we know. Yeah, to that, uh, <clears throat> I say Romans twelve twenty one attest to that. Um, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. It's worked for me. Uh, you know, we've talked about it. It's worked for you. So now, you know, with, with all this, so, so the first phase of this waking up is doing the research. The realization now sets in the emotions of total uh, distress and sadness and anger and anxiety and everything. And to that, just respond with a lot of compassion, with a lot of love. As much as you want to go out and start protesting, you want to just barge into a kingdom hall. You want to do the Jesus and flip the tables. You want to flip the podium. (laughs) You want to flip the chairs. You want to flip the tables. Chuck a mic or two, you know? It's not the end. I got something to say, you know? (laughs) You you want to go in there, you know, disguised and then raise your hand. Hey, man, what are you doing? (laughs) You want to do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't Don't do do that. That has never worked. Never worked. That's never worked. What has worked, and not just to this cause, but to other causes, you know, is, uh, is, is, is understanding, love, being kind. That stuff has worked. You have to show people that what you got is better than what they got. Yeah. yeah. If your family's in, if a family member's in, if a loved one's in, what, you know, whatever a friend is in, you got to show them that what you got is better. You know, I have a, I have a buddy that... Um, he st- he he remind he jokingly reminds me because he's still in, but he jokingly reminds me how does it feel to feel alone? You know, so it's this. He, he, hmm. he kind of knows, like, even though he's not out, he knows that what it what the feeling is that I could be going through. He's right. like, how does feel? How does it feel to have no friends, man? How does it feel to feel alone? Right, and I'm just like. I was like, I'm not alone. No. He's like, no. He's like, I have friends. So I thought, I thought you're my friend because they tell him that you know I'm, I'm we're not right. friends. So I'm like, I thought you're my friend. This guy's my friend. You know, I mentioned you. Like I got asked. I I got friends. Like you know, I might not have a lot of friends, but I got friends, dude. And the few that I have are of great value, quality versus quantity. And he's just like, hmm. He just kind of, kind of doesn't like that answer. It's like, uh, no, because they feed him another reality, right? I tell him like, my friends aren't conditional, man. My friends are unconditional, which is what a friend should be. He's like, oh, here you go again with that stuff, you know. So he's not willing to fully listen to me. He'll just kind of poke at me, and I hope that those efforts of him poking at me are his way of, re- like, kind of like taking a step in the realm of researching. Right. Right. Yeah, any any kind of tether that you still have back to your family, yeah. do everything you can to not burn those bridges. Yes. Anything you can. If you see that they don't respond to objective thinking, mm-hmm. it's time to hang up uh, hang up the gloves. Yeah, don't push. Don't, don't push. push. I can't I can't stress that enough. Do not push whether it's your spouse, whether it's your mother, your father, do not try because uh, I think we came to, you know, you said this once, we got ourselves in, only we can get ourselves out. That's, that's right on the money. Because they didn't shove this stuff. They, this, they didn't shove this information down our throats. We opened the door, we ourselves sat down, and we chose not to ask. You know, you also, uh, you have to get to this point of self-accountability. You have to hold yourself accountable for what happened as well. Right. Don't victimize yourself. Don't overly victimize yourself. No, no. Why me? How could they have done, you know, this, um, you have to make this effort of extreme ownership. Yeah. You have to own that you yourself, as tragic as it was, what happened to us, you did this to yourself. So I shot myself in the foot. So I shot, <laughs> kind of like that. That has to be the attitude because yeah. you sat down. You heard them. You, you brought them in your house. You brought them in your house. You yeah. heard, you believed them. You didn't verify anything, and yeah. you took them on good faith. You right. took this for face value. And I'm not saying that this isn't, you know, and at face value, it looked like a nice community, and you based yourself off of that. So at the end of the day, this is your fault. This is your fault, you know, and this is yeah. a country of freedom of speech. 
And uh, freedom of speech to every idiot that listens. Yeah, yeah, but don't don't go and um, you know live in 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 just utter anxiety about it. Yeah, get yourself up. Let's own it. Let's get yourself off your feet. And now you got many days in the rest of your life yeah. to do whatever you want to do, exactly. which is be a better person. Yep. And to your family that's in, you know, understand that just as you got yourself in, only they and you got yourself out, no one did the research for you. Mm-hmm. You did the research for yourself. And that's how you woke up. That's how you got out of this right. uh, uh, cult. So don't expect to shove something. No one shoved these, these things, these truths down your throat. Don't expect to shove these truths down your parents' throat, down your friends' throat, down your uh, rel- brother's, sister's throat, and expect them to believe it. Yeah, yeah. The and most you can do is put it on the table, and if they whip, smack it off of the table, so be it. So be it. But, but don't, don't go and live in anxiety and, and pity in a way that they look at you and they say, well, I don't want to be nothing like you yeah. because that's not attractive. Yes. I don't want to be all moping all the time and be sad. Look at him. He's so he's full of anxiety. Or, I, or live this debaucherous lifestyle. Life. Yeah, yeah. There's people that get out and they're like, oh, none of this is real. I'm just going to go and, and just and be a douchebag the rest of my life. The rest of my life. Now this gives be me a, a license to be a drunk. I'm going to be yeah. a drunk now. It's like, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Why wouldn't you be a doctor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, oh, I didn't, uh, didn't think of it like that. Why not be an astronaut? You know? Why not be an astronaut? It's like, well, I, they just always said I couldn't be a drunk, so I figured... It's a, you figured you'd go do drugs and, and smoke and, and destroy your health? Is that what you're thinking? It's like, oh, now that you put it like that, it kind of makes sense. But but yeah, yeah, I'm going to go do that. It's, it's like, like, you didn't think maybe, oh, well, I'll go back to university and, and be a <laughs> yeah, chemical, yeah. Engineer. chemical engineer. Or, or finish my degree that I, ne- you know? that I never finished. Why not let it be positive? Exactly. It's, and to that, I say all, all that, all those things involve in how you go about it. How you go about it, what is it, you, you know, what did you value when you were in? And, um, and when you wake up, you'll really realize. I think waking up accentuates people's real values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you were a douchebag in and you get out, I think now you're a super douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, now the brakes are off and you can be whatever you want. Right. And a lot of them, yeah, that, and it happens, but we want, we hope that, uh, you as our listener, you realize that there's there you could be a better person. Yes, you don't have to be a, a worse person. You don't have to fit into the into the mold that they're saying you will fit into. Don't grab that mold and say, "Well, this is mine. I'm going to yeah. put this one on." Cause, yeah, because they say that anyone that leaves, you know, is sad. They're sad. They're bitter. You know, they're, they're mad. They're mad. They're they're drunk dads. Drunk you dad. know, they're they they yeah. have bad relationships with their wives, kind yeah. of guy. He doesn't guide his life by the Bible anymore. No, no. He let you know a, a big saying that he left Jehovah. Yeah, they had a picture once that I saw of a guy. They had the before and after. Yeah, and then in the after, the guy, the the wife and the daughter and the child was st- were still going to their, but the husband. Is laying on the couch. He's wasted. Okay, he's drunk. <laughs> Pack of cigarettes. Pack of cigarette. Yeah. Drugs on the side. Got the mustard stain on the you know <laughs> on his shirt. He's just a complete loser. And half then, shaven. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got the five o'clock shadow. Half shaven. He doesn't shave anymore. And he's got a. a I think the funniest thing was he had a beer bottle on his. On his hand, but he was sleeping, but he was holding the beer bottle, but he was sleeping. <laughs> How is that even possible? Fell asleep with the bottle in the hand. In the huh? hand. But this is this is what they tell people that leave the religion will be like. Yeah. Don't be that. Don't, like, why be that? Why be that? Yeah. And, and there are people that are so mentally broken that they will say, well, that I guess that's me now. Yeah, exactly. They they will totally buy that. It's like, well, I stopped going to the meetings, yeah, and then because, and this is what this is why we're saying this this process of waking up works. You know, because they didn't do the research, right? right. Therefore, they never woke up. So therefore, they, even by not going to the meetings, they are still indoctrinated. 
Yeah, they're still kind of in. They're still, they never left. Right. So therefore, it's like, I don't go to the meetings. Now I'm a bad person. Now I guess I do the whole, I got to lay on the couch with that beer in my hand. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, no. Oh. What about you lay inside a classroom at the university and study to be a doctor? What about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and save people. You know, and yeah. to, and to, he's like, well, why don't they do it? It's like, oh, there's not going to be any doctors in the paradise because everybody's going to live forever. Yeah, that's what they say. That's great. But anyway, this is this is our positive message to you. Wherever you are and you're listening, you're not alone. And we hope that you learned something from this podcast. We give you thanks for listening. And we are very grateful that you listen. If you would like to leave us a comment, you'd like to write us, you could write us at Spike Wave. You could see, look at the podcast channel. You'll see our um, email. Thank you for listening today, Arturo. Um, send us away. Yeah, man. The takeaway we want people to, uh, to, to, to have from this is love. Love the answer, honestly, man. And, and this whole, you know, grant, and, and this whole experience, love will take you through, through the whole thing. Do the research. Answer all the doubts. When you start getting these feelings of anxiety and anger, shut them down with love. And with that, see you guys next time.